You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 158. The title of today's show is Keeping Your People Sharp. And if we had a subtitle, it would be Providing More Training or The Importance of Ongoing Training. And today's episode is actually an excerpt from my book, Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0. And there will be a link in the show notes to the book. I encourage you to check it out. And the reason I'm doing this, I just kind of want to celebrate the fact that I'm just releasing, uh, actually it comes out today, uh, the paperback version of Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0. Up until now, it's been um, exclusively available as an e-book, and uh, people have loved it. But I also understand that uh, many people like to actually hold a book in their hands, No problem. I understand that. I feel the same way. I've got a library of a couple of thousand books, so I do enjoy holding um, actual paper. So uh, if you would like to get a copy of Leading into the 21st Century and Beyond 2.0, just go to the show notes, click on the link. It'll take you uh, to the Amazon page, and you have your option of ebook or an actual paper book. So without further ado, let's jump into keeping your people sharp. You know, the best companies and businesses seem to be the ones that invest the most in their people. And this is this is not just true of businesses. This is also true of nonprofit organizations as well. They often provide regular in-service training, ongoing education um, for their staff. This training can cover a variety of topics such as customer service, communication skills, computer skills, safety, ethics, and many other topics. There can also be specific skills taught to a subset of the organization. If a factory has just installed a a new piece of equipment, there's going to need to be um, training designed to educate those that are going to be using it. Providing training and development opportunities uh, to the employees at your company is very important for several reasons. First of all, it communicates that the administration and management team care enough about their their workers to provide additional opportunities for them to develop. This shows that company leadership understands the importance of investing in their people. Most companies offer uh, this type of training during regular business hours. Um, it's just really not appropriate to tell people, you know, you've got to come work 40 hours and then come in for an extra, um, you know, 16 hours of training on your off days. The workers are on the clock, but they're not doing their regular job. And and this conveys the message that uh, production can slow down for a few hours as the employees attend class. Uh, in some companies, all the workers might be sent to a, a class or a, 
a seminar over a period of a couple of days so that the business doesn't have to completely shut down. And when the employees see that their management cares enough to send them to some type of class, motivations often improve throughout the entire company. And then increased motivation is going to lead to greater morale and job satisfaction and ultimately greater production. A second reason that training and development opportunities are so important is that it keeps the team sharp. Ongoing training provides people with the latest technical, legal, and specialized skills that they need to do their job. This is going to increase efficiency and productivity. If management's serious about increasing productivity and you know, really, of course, management's always going to be concerned about the bottom line. How are we doing financially? How are we doing, you know, getting our product on the market? Um, if they're really concerned about that, periodic classes, seminars, um, other types of training are going to ensure that their employees have the most up-to-date information to do their jobs effectively. In-service training or seminars or whatever you want to call it also serve to keep the team sharp in another way. By giving your people a break from their regular duties, even if it's only for a day or for a few hours, you're allowing them to recalibrate and rest. Many people have jobs that are monotonous and tedious. When these workers attend some type of training, they're able to unwind and use a different part of their brain for a little while. And this is, this is a good thing. We don't want accidents. We want, uh, you know, especially if we're running a factory, we want safety to be preeminent. And, you know, if somebody's doing a tedious job, let's, let's give them an occasional break. Let's teach them something. Let's give them some training. Um, let them use that other part of their brain because when they come back, they're going to be refreshed and ready to go. A third reason that ongoing training opportunities are important is that they have been shown to reduce employee turnover by as much as 70%. That's incredible. While in training is an investment by the company into its employees, it costs money to bring in trainers. It brought, you know, it costs money to bring in experts and people to come in and teach. But when when the company invests in its employees, these regular training opportunities also serve to help the the, the employees, the workers, to invest back into the company. Training often stimulates new ideas and creativity and gives the employees a greater sense of ownership. One last reason why it's so important for an organization to provide training and development opportunities for their people is that it's an investment in the organization's future. Training opportunities are often a way that management can identify those people, those employees, who appear to be leaders, those people who have extra skills, those people who, who seem to, to convey uh, a sense of ownership of the company and a desire to go higher. Identifying people who could possibly fill uh, supervisory management roles, team leader roles down the road is very important for any business. I mean, think about it. The worst time to start looking for qualified people to promote is when you need them. We should be looking much earlier than that. It's much better to start the process of training and developing potential leaders before there's ever a need. Having an active list of candidates for uh, 
possible promotions and positions that will be available down the road, leadership positions, management, supervisory positions, team lead positions. Having a list of candidates available is something that every large and even in some cases small and medium organizations, businesses should should maintain. Companies and organizations should make training opportunities available throughout the year. Their people are going to benefit from it, and the company's going to benefit from it. Some successful businesses have quarterly training sessions in which employees receive an hour or two of training on different topics. Other companies will set up classes twice a year or once a year, requiring a half a day or a day session. Besides required training, many organizations offer optional training that employees can request to attend. I mean, how great is it when an employee wants to do their job better and they come and say, hey, look, there's a seminar that you know is going to help me do my job better. Smart companies, smart organizations make those opportunities available for their people. Now, obviously, we're not going to give it to the person that doesn't work. We're not going to give it to the slug. We're not going to give it to the person who, who just you know doesn't produce. But for your producers, for your top people, if they want to go to some training, invest in them, pay for it, send them. You know, there's no doubt that kind of training can be expensive, but at the same time, successful organizations realize that they can, cannot afford not to train and develop their people. And, and, and in closing, as we said, you know, we're talking about businesses, but um, this applies for churches and nonprofit organizations as well. As well, the the most successful churches are the ones that are investing in training their people, not just assuming they know how to to do certain things, not just assuming that they know how to work with children, or not just assuming that they know um, you know how to preach or teach, but investing in them and sending them to seminars and training or setting up training and seminars in in house so that they can. Uh, develop and become um, a greater asset for the organization. And then at the end of every chapter in uh, leading into the 21st century and beyond, uh, we have some leadership takeaways. And the the two leadership takeaways from this chapter, uh, number one is what kind of training and employee development opportunities does your organization provide? Does it provide any? Um, It might be something worth exploring. And if you don't, um, if your organization doesn't have those things, it might be worth having a conversation with somebody at a higher level. Uh, number two, second leadership takeaway. Do you feel that your organization does an adequate job of investing in its employees? Are they willing to spend uh, resources to invest in their people? Um, this is a this is an interesting thing. When you look at the most successful businesses, the most successful organizations, most of them have a a training budget. Um, they may not call it that; they may call it something else. But 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 essentially, it's a it, it, it's a part of the budget where money is set aside to invest back into its employees. And when I talk about investing in their employees, I'm not just talking about you know having a a, a picnic occasionally where you can bring your families in. I mean that's great. That builds camaraderie and builds morale. But I'm talking about investing in people, developing them so that they can have a greater impact in the organization down the road. So those are the two leadership takeaways. So I hope you enjoyed this. I'd love to hear from you. 
Um, is there anything I missed? What other reasons can you think of why it's important for an organization to invest in their people? Go to davidspell.com, leave your question or comment, and let me know what you think. I'd love to hear from you. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe to get my free newsletter. I send out three blog posts a week. This podcast is one of those. And uh, and I also send out a members-only uh, or subscribers only newsletter comes out once a month where you know I give you some other uh, great leadership tips. I let you know what my wife and I are involved in. We're involved in uh, work all around the world, and and also you're the first ones to know um, about when I release a new book or some other project. So let's stay in touch. Well, friends, this is David Spells. Thanks so much for being with me. We'll see you next time on Leading and Learning. And don't forget, if you're in a leadership position, keep your people sharp.